1: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
2: Welcome to the Shape Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man, your host, Welcome to season five, here we go. This podcast is brought to you by discipline, delayed gratification, and being accountable to yourself. This podcast is about finding the high road, working hard every day, creating the best possible version of yourself. Our values are faith, family, fitness, finances, elk hunting, and career. Our guiding principles are authenticity, transparency, and out hustling the competition. Our podcast is brought to you by Buck Knives, Onyx Hunt, Vortex Optics, Wilderness Athlete, Black Rifle Coffee Company, Crispy USA, Matthews Archery, Kufaru International, and BlackOvis.com. Oakshape Shape Podcast, Dan the Fitness Man, your host, sitting down with Ryan Wood. This guy was one of the co-founders of under armor currently his new gig his new venture is sweetwood fatty meat sticks i think you guys might have seen me scarfing those down on adventures they're definitely in my pack for the 2022 elk season which hopefully your season is uh Maybe done. Maybe you're tagged out. Maybe it was the best season ever. Maybe you learned what you need to get uh, working on for next year. And that's the beautiful thing about elk hunting is uh, you never have it mastered or figured out. There's always something to be working on. Plus, you can leverage it to create more discipline in your life, a better lifestyle, and uh, conquer a lot more that you want to set out to do. Ryan Wood, Elk Shade Podcast. Here we go. How was uh Were you a priest? Yeah. That's a story in itself, dude. <laughs> How about you? Yeah,
1: we were, well, we, uh, we were down at Ponderé for, uh, for a week, but we, I just bought a place up there on priest, uh, up, up by the park, the state park there. So we were just up there checking that out and we're hoping to spend a little more time up there in the future.
2: Oh, that's awesome, man. We, uh, we, we arrived as planned with some good friends and i think we set up shop and we we're gonna camp at uh, lion's head yeah and i brought these little scooters i have from baku they're like called it's like the mini badger and they're pretty slick fast scooters electric and my boy was kind of ripping on them and i'm like hey put a helmet on and slow mm-hmm. down or i'm gonna take it away and just as soon as we got set up I hear him wipe out, and I look, and he's got blood coming out of his face everywhere. And Ugh. long story short, is we had to take him, we had to like pack up camp and drive all the way to Spokane, get him to a ER, and get stitches. And he broke his nose, and we we didn't even camp, man. So it was like, oh, uh, you know, dad life, right?
1: Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How many ki- how many kids you got?
1: I've got 3. Uh my uh my daughter Sawyer is 8 and uh, my boys uh Everett and Cowan, are 12 and 10.
2: Okay, so you got a little spread going and um my daughter's 8 as well. That's pretty uh so Priest Lakes, ponderay, all that stuff. That's we probably can't talk about that. We don't want people to know how epic yeah.
1: it is over there. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Leave that off though.
2: Leave that off the recording for sure. How did you find out about like Priest Lake or even North Idaho? Like, uh, did someone tell you about it or do you have any roots up here or family?
1: Yeah. So North Idaho for us, um, I, so I'm a pilot as well. So I got my pilot's license about 12, 13 years ago in uh, Steamboat Springs. And um, I took a few backcountry uh, flying classes up in Idaho, around the McCall area and um uh just kind of flying all over idaho and utah and um and then a buddy of mine steamboat that i that i uh have flown with quite a bit he kind of introduced me to priest he has a little place um right on the airstrip there in cavanaugh bay and um and and i went up there uh to check that out and yeah we just started coming up every summer since so i guess we've been coming up there for maybe seven eight years now and uh that's i just love it it's it's just it's great it reminds me of colorado when i was a kid growing up you know colorado's just so darn busy now um uh it's nice to kind of get up to uh, up to that part of idaho it's a little 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 slower pace and beautiful beautiful country we love it
2: flying is awesome uh what kind of what's your preference on flying like what do you have a plane i'm assuming you do my neighbor does
1: yeah i i've
2: had a couple
1: um I, my first one, I just bought an old, you know, 40 year old 182 from a rancher in Meeker. And, um, and so I, I did all my training in that. And uh, I think I did my first five, 600 hours in that with uh, no autopilot and steam gauges and really limited nav. Um, but it was good, you know, just good, good to learn to fly that way. And, uh, and I was flying back and forth a lot to the front range when, when we first started the business with Sweetwood. We uh, we had a few partners down here on the front range, so I would bring. We were selling sausages and, and uh, portion cut steaks and stuff like that. We were having a lot of that work done down the front range, so I was flying meat back and forth in my in my 182, um, uh, as well as back and forth to my to my farm in, in Nebraska. And then um, I bought one of those uh, King Cap uh, It's like a converted 182. They extend the wings like a foot and a half put on some, um, uh, some big tundra tires and, and, um, uh, beef up the, 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 um, the engine as well. So that was a lot of fun. And then my last plan was a Kodiak. Um, they, they built those right there in Sandpoint and, um, and I flew that for about five years. So, um, yeah, they're uh, just, all of them were a ton of fun and I really liked the backcountry stuff, you know, landing, you know, on grass strips and, um, out of my farm and, um, that's really the main reason why I got the license initially.
2: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The smallest plane I've been is a a cub in Alaska yeah. blown away at where those things can take off and land. I mean, blown yeah. away.
1: Yeah. Very Just, cool. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those videos of those guys landing those cubs on those gravel bars and yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool.
2: Yeah. So your home base is in Colorado. Um, that's where, is that where you live most of the year?
1: Yeah. So I live, I kind of uh split my time between Steamboat and then um uh I raise my kids here in Windsor, uh, which is just outside of Fort Collins, about an
2: hour north of Denver. Okay, yeah. Denver's blowing up, man. We've done a couple elk shaped camps there years past, and it's just yeah, I don't know. I don't have a like blowing up in not a great way, like in a way no. where it's just kind of changing. It's weird. I mean yeah. you agree. Yeah, you agree. Yeah, I
1: a hundred percent. I mean, I live as close to Wyoming as I can. Um, and, and would spend all my time in Wyoming if I could. Um, yeah, it's not for me anymore. I mean, you know, I lived in Baltimore, Amsterdam, you know, I traveled, you know, kind of over the world and lived in a lot of big cities and traveled to a lot of big cities. And, um, Denver's definitely becoming a, a really, you know, popular metropolitan area. Um, you know, as far as cities go, I guess it's fine, but, um, cities are kind of the last place in the world that I kind of want to be these days.
2: Yeah, man. So we're going to get into a little bit of your business savvy and what you're you're hustling on. So I met you through, you know, obviously Annie and fatty smoked meat sticks and Sweetwood. So did you first start by just, you got a ranch in Colorado and like, tell me how it escalated and how have you created this business? Because I'm pretty stoked about it.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. We, we, you know, obviously appreciate your support as well. Um, So, yeah, so when I got done at, uh, at Under Armour, you know, I've had been grinding for, you know, about 11 years, you know, doing kind of two startups there um, in the States, and then uh, I lived over in Europe for two years getting all of our um, international distributors and and that, that piece of the business kind of off the ground. And after that, I was, I was kind of ready to get back into the mountains. I grew up in Colorado. Um, My dad was a big hunter, big fisherman. Um, He grew up trapping and stuff like that. So um, my dad kind of introduced me to the outdoors when I was young and uh, I always, you know, just had a passion for it. So, you know, when I got done with, with UA, I really wanted to kind of get back into the woods and you know just kind of get back uh, you know into nature a little bit. So um, I had some uh, experience and some history in Steamboat Springs. Um, we spent a lot of time there as a kid. So I bought a ranch on the west uh, side of Steamboat um, as you're heading up to uh, Steamboat Lake uh, on the Elk River. There we had about two miles on the Elk, and um, uh, we kind of rehabilitated an old family ranch that had been there for 80 90 years was you know kind of run down and um you know we we kind of you know poured a lot of um energy and effort into into the ranch there as a beautiful property um you know great family that had owned it you know before for generations and passed it on to me and um yeah we just kind of um lived the ranch life for you know five or six years there after we built the place um we had a small business operation there, um, where we were, we had about 200 pair of, uh, red Angus, uh, on the ranch there. And we would finish on the ranch and process and, uh, sell primals and ground, uh, beef and, and um, uh, you know, steaks to, uh, high-end restaurants in Steamboat Springs, Vale, Aspen, a little bit down on the front range and a little bit, um, mail order direct as well. And we hit our capacity, you know, within, a year or two um, and just, you know, weren't gonna have an opportunity to really expand that concept unless we, you know, kind of partnered with other ranches in the area or even out of state. And the Fresh Frozen game, you know, was was really, you know, one that I found to be, you um, challenging, you know, especially where we were located in Northwest Colorado, pretty remote, not a lot of people there. So, um, we we're chucking a lot of, you know, um, uh, of our product down to the front range, and cold storage around the country. So, um, it was, uh, it was challenging. Um, and I just didn't really see a path forward to kind of grow the Sweetwood brand, um, beyond that, um, you know, that, you know, where we were. So, uh, we started to look at the, the shelf stable, uh, snacking space as an opportunity for us. Um, uh, Jerky was really blowing up at the time. Um, Crave was probably the, the, the star of the show at that point in time. Um, they had you know, grown their sales to maybe 20, 30 million and they sold to Hershey for like, I don't know, 210, 220. And um, uh, just that whole segment of the business was really starting to, to pop. Um, you know It had been owned by Jack Link's um, on the jerky side and ConAgra, um, uh, Slim Jim on the stick side forever. And uh, there just weren't a ton of players in there. And all of a sudden, you know, you saw dozens and dozens and dozens of companies pouring, you know, uh, getting into the, into the space. So we had a nice little jerky business, you know, we, we grew to about 2 million bucks, but found it really hard to differentiate um, in jerky. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we were co-packing, um, we had a nice, you know, range of products, but, um, you know, had a hard time competing, you know, from a price standpoint and everybody in the world was, uh, coming out with a better for you jerky. So there just wasn't a real uh, opportunity to differentiate. Whereas I saw sticks as a chance for us, um, to really, uh, 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 create a, a unique story and take advantage of, of, of a potential really huge opportunity, um, specifically with Slim Jim. So my, my idea with the fatty was to, um, uh, you know, develop a product that was, um, be, you know, better for you, you know, uh, our fatties are made with grass-fed beef, ABF pork super clean ingredient deck we've been one of the top selling brands in rei and a lot of natural grocers around the country for for the last you know five six years um so i wanted to build a product you know we were talking about our kids earlier i wanted to build a product that i could you know give to my kids and and feed to my kids you know at any time and have them you know enjoy it and have it be a you know healthy um snack for them um so so we with the fatty we wanted to brand it differently you know obviously with the fatty name you know it's it's edgy it's fun it's different it's unique um a lot of people you know just love to you know see it talk about it you know just kind of have fun with it and the product itself like i said it's a it's a it's a uh, you know premium inputs great ingredients and it's double the size uh, of, of a lot of the sticks that you see out in the market. So, you know, we wanted to build a stick that was kind of more like a summer sausage than a traditional meat stick, like a Slim Jim that's made with mechanically separated chicken and, you know, a bunch of crap that they just, you know, into that, put into that product. So um, yeah, we're super excited about, you know, kind of where the brand's going. Um, obviously partnerships, you know, with, with folks like yourself that, you know, really enjoy the product and use it in their everyday lives. Um, and, and particularly in today's world with inflation and all the challenges that, you know, Americans are having, you know, kind of making ends meet fat, the, the fatties are a, tremendous um you know resource for people that you know maybe want to replace a meal um you know instead of you know paying 15 bucks at McDonald's they can pay four bucks for a fatty and get a much better um shot of energy and just a better you know all around product. Um so yeah we're 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 super psyched. It's been a it's been a great run and you know we feel like we've got a, a ton of runway and a ton of you know opportunity ahead of us.
2: Yeah man I'm stoked for those to be in my backpack this elk season. Um I started messing around with them a couple months ago, took the family down to Zion and we did a lot of day hikes and it was just cool to see the kids crush those as well. And then when you look at the ingredients, me being like a, you know, kind of an exercise physiology background, like nutrition isn't my wheelhouse, but I mean, I've taken enough biochem classes to understand the less ingredients, the better. And uh, if you look at the back of your guys' nutrition label, it is legit. And uh, I can't say the same for your competitors. So I think that people are paying more attention as to what they put in their body. I know, especially me, when I'm elk hunting, I'm not getting a lot of, I'm not eating salad for dinner, you know, Ryan. I'm, I'm just trying to kill an elk and and cover as much mile as possible. So those, those are going to be a game changer for us. I want to ask you about one ingredient in particular, and it says collagen casein nobody's doing that but you guys what is that process look like this podcast is brought to you by Numa outdoors out of texas Numa has been awesome to elk shape they've been very supportive i love the rain gear i think it's probably the quietest on the market huge fan of the palisade puffy pursuit pant pathfinder pant they have merino wool based layers as well as synthetics check out Numa outdoors discount code elk shape 20 vortex optics out of wisconsin this is a veteran-owned company this is one of my favorite partners been working with them since 2010 get yourself some vortex optics 10 by 42s maybe a 65 85 millimeter spotter angled in my opinion check out the rangefinder line they got a Razor 4000, a Viper 3000, they have all the options, they work, they stand behind their products. VIP warranty, if you break it, they'll fix it, and they're just a great company. Discount code ELK10 at EuroOptic.com, when you buy anything from Vortex, take 10% off also Vortex Wear, Elkshape will get you 20% off their awesome hunting clothing lineup. Discount code ELkshape will take 20% off Vortex Wear. That is the clothing I wear when I'm scouting, going on date night or working out. So check that out, Vortex Optics, great partner, one of the most amazing companies and super proud to work with them. Check them out today. Onex Hunt elite membership, 99 bucks, but when you enter the discount code elkshape, it'll take 20% off and you get the best, most reliable, been in the game the longest hunting app map. Period. We're also going to get access to Hunting Fool, Top Rut, Hunt Reminder. And now, the Elk Collective, Onyx is a partner of mine. They also are the headline sponsor of Elk Shape Camp Season 2023, Year 5, brought to you by Onyx. And we're even doing a mini-camp for elite members only in Spokane, my hometown. Me and MFJJ are going to put that on. Become a member. Come to that camp or come to any camp. Trust me. Download your maps ahead of time. eScout scout from a desktop and use Onyx. It's going to elevate your game. Buck knives. Out of Post Falls, my neighbor, I drive there to have the factory resharpen my knives prior to every elk season. I use a skinny knife. That 113 is money. I also like a deboning knife. I'm not a scalpel guy. I think those are for poking holes in bear hides, quite honestly. So... Check out Buck Knives. They've been a business for a hundred plus years. And if you want your knife sharpened, you can send them to the factory and they'll sharpen them and send them back to you. Buck Knives, all their products are made here in the US and they make things possible here at Elkshape. Matthews Archery, Sparta, Wisconsin, continuing to lead from the front with innovation and giving guys like me who aren't the best at archery, allowing us to be pretty darn confident in the field with their equipment. Right now I'm running the V3X29 as my main hunting rig and my backup is the V3X33. Super excited to put that thing to work this fall and I hope you get a chance to check one out soon. Go to a local dealer near you. MagView, this is where you can get rid of your lousy digiscoping case. I'm not gonna say other brands, but y'all know what I'm talking about, those big bulky cases, put them away. MagView, it's all magnets. Keep the phone you have in the case that you already have or put the magnet on the back of your phone and rock and roll and you can digiscope it's seamless it also provides a lens cover for your spotter and you can even attach it to your binoculars and get some really crispy aeroflight footage or that big buck or bull that you want to get footage of you can now do it in the field so check out mac View, and you can enter the discount code elk shape it'll save you a little bit of loot and be on your way
1: so collagen so they they um you know it's an nat- like our product again is an all-natural product um So nothing in our product is synthetic or, you know, chemical, you know, created in a lab. Right. Um, and so the, the collagen casing that we use, so, so they take the hides from the, um, uh, from cattle. So it's a beef collagen casing and you know, they, they, they scrape the the hides and, um, and use that material. The collagen is a, is a, um, uh, I don't know technically if it's a fat, but it's, you know, attached, you know, essentially to the hide of the, of the animal and is scraped off and, um, you know, put in vats and boiled. And, you know, there's a obviously a, a very unique process that, that, that they go through. Ca- and casings, to be honest with you, has been, you know, really challenging, you know, challenging um, part of our process over the last three years with, with COVID and all the supply chain issues. We, we were, you know, trying, you know, we were feeling a lot of pressure to move to a synthetic casing um, and really stuck to our guns on that. We just felt like that was something we couldn't move off of. So, you know, there's only two or three big, big um, casing suppliers in the world now. And so it's a really consolidated, um, uh, uh, you know, special um, you know, product and, and, um, you know, unique process, like I said, to, to, to make, make those casings. So, um, you know, again, they, they, they take that from the animal they they boil it down they um you know have all their molds and and forms and and it's challenging from time to time too because that casing is it because it's natural you know it's not you know uh, like a cookie cutter product right so you know when you get to the end of a lot of these these roles you know you'll have a, a a much narrower um um you know, part of the, uh, of the role than, than maybe you did at the, at the beginning. So there's some challenges making weight, um, when we're manufacturing the product itself, but, um, long story short, I mean, we're really proud of, of the, of, of what we're using. It's a, it's a great casing, you know, performs really well, all natural. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the best casing that you could possibly have in, in our, in our, in our specific category of business.
2: Yeah. So you are ranching in Colorado. This is all coming from Colorado.
1: No, so uh, and that's a good question. So when we did, um, started to develop the fatty, we we wanted um, to have a blended product. Um, we we tried a lot of hundred percent beef um, products, um, and and we were developing these, uh, you know, with our co-packer for about a year, and um, just didn't feel like it was quite um, what we were looking for. So we needed to um, uh, introduce pork to the product. Um, just to kind of give it the, 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 you know, the, 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 the profile, the flavor profile and the bite that we wanted. So our product is a combination of grass-fed beef and ABF pork, and we didn't raise any, um, uh, uh, pork on the ranch. We actually sold the ranch about six years ago, and, um, we've been, um, uh, accessing and, and partnering with a lot of natural, um, Uh, grass-fed beef suppliers and ABF pork suppliers around the country, all um, uh, US-based. Nothing comes from outside of the United States. So, you know, we kind of, um, you know, have best-in-class partners, um, both in pork, beef, and we're actually going to be introducing some poultry products going forward as well. So um, we just found that to kind of be a better uh, business solution for us. Um, I did learn, you know, through that ranching process that there's a, you know, a huge difference between the cattle business and the beef business. Right. So, you know, being a producer and raising beef is much different than, you know, building, you know, retail ready uh, products. Uh, for the marketplace. And, um, you know, we found that to be really challenging initially doing, you know, some of that off the ranch. So um, we kind of changed our business model again to find best in class suppliers for, um, for all of our protein inputs, all of our ingredients. Um, And that's, that's really, you know, served us quite well.
2: Yeah, man. Well, you're, you're a competitive dude. I know that probably bleeds into business. Let's take a step back, man. Like, you're a ball player. As far as I know, you play college and a little bit of NFL like t- take me through your um, competitive days. And where did you end up playing in the league?
1: Uh, yeah, um, I think my my athletic background um, definitely, you know, has had a huge influence on just me as a person and, you know, myself as a as a as a leader, as a business leader, as a father. Um I think I owe a lot of that to, to, to playing football. Um, so I grew up in Colorado. I, I played high school ball here and, um, you know, I was a try hard guy, right? I was a fullback linebacker. I was never the fastest, never the biggest, never the strongest, but, um, I loved the game. I loved to compete. And, um, uh, that, 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 you know, was kind of instilled in me at a really young age, my dad played football, at Colorado state, you know, so he was a, you know, pretty high, high level athlete as well. So, you know, I kind of grew up in a family that way. So I played at a small high school in Colorado, didn't get recruited very heavily. So I went to uh fork union military Academy in Virginia uh, after, after high school. And um, there was an opportunity for me to play for an extra year. I was 17 when I graduated from high school. I was pretty young. So, um, you know, I, certainly, you know, could benefit from, you know, some, some more development and just time, you know, to grow. Right. So I went to fork union, um, and fork union is, a is a military academy in the middle of Virginia, in the middle of nowhere, um, essentially all boys school uniform, the whole bit. Um, and we played, you know, uh, junior colleges and, um, you know, the JV teams from West Point, Annapolis, uh, Virginia Tech, uh, places like that. So um, it was a great chance for me to kind of grow as a person. You know, I grew up in Colorado I knew, you know, one black kid the whole time I grew up, you know, up until the time I was 18. And you know, I went out there to Fork Union and probably 60% of our team were all black kids from, you know, Florida, Georgia, Southeast. And, um, so from a cultural standpoint, it was awesome opportunity for me to meet, you know, people from all different parts of the country and backgrounds. In addition, um, you know, I met my partner, Kevin, um, plank who started Under Armour. Um, he and I were teammates there and, uh, Fork Union's kind of like a, you know, football, basketball factory, a lot of, great, great athletes and players go through there. Um, A lot of guys were like Kevin and I that were, you know, you know, kind of average athletes, but, you know, loved the game, loved to compete and wanted to play in college and just needed, you know, another opportunity to kind of develop and grow. And then the other half of our teammates were guys that were, you know, super studs, you know, Gatorade, all American type guys that just didn't get their, you know, SATs or ACTs, um, or their core classes or whatever, to be eligible to go to Clemson or Georgia or Florida. So, um, we had like 15 guys off of our team end up getting drafted into the NFL, you know, I think probably 30, 40 guys played in college. Um, and it was a great year to grow great year to, um, you know, just, uh, um, meet, like I said, meet a lot of great, guys from all over the country friends of mine still today i'm at, you know like i said i met kevin that was a huge relationship that you know turned out to be a, a great one for both of us and uh so from fork union i uh ended up going to youngstown in ohio uh, i played for uh, jim trussell there before he we went to ohio state um Uh, youngstown a lot of people probably haven't heard of it but um around that time they were a one double a powerhouse so we won the national championship in 91 we took second in 92 um and uh, you know i played there i started there for two years and had a awesome great experience there but you know i just always you know kind of going back back to that competitive thing i always kind of wanted to you know experience new things bigger things better things so i left youngstown transferred to arizona State. In Tempe, I uh, played Pat Tillman there, Jake Plummer. Uh, he and I were roommates in college there. Um, and we kind of got that program back on track after they had been down for a few years. So I played uh, my last two. Uh, I had to sit out my first year, played my last two. And then uh, 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 was fortunate enough to get drafted by the Cowboys in 96 in the seventh round. I was I was an old-school block and fullback. I probably should have played back in the 60s, but um, they were still <laughs> They were, they were still drafting fullbacks at that time into the NFL. Um, I think nowadays they might draft one or two in the whole draft. But uh, it was cool. I mean, all you know, that was when the Cowboys were in their heyday. They had just beat Pittsburgh, uh, you know, in the Super Bowl and Aikman and Emmitt, Dion, you know, Michael Irvin, you know, just that whole, you know, crew of Hall of Famers were all there. So super cool experience. Um, and, it, and it was fun because Kevin was just starting Under Armour at the time. And, um, you know, he and I were talking a lot you know, he was sending me prototypes and I was sharing them with guys, you know, at Arizona state and Dallas and, you know, you know, people that I knew. So, um, you know, it was really cool, but it was a quick, it was a quick, uh, experience for me. Honestly, I was kind of ready to move on and, uh, you know, I, I loved, um, football, but, you know, I wanted to compete in something else instead of, um, you know, uh, hitting 300 pounders with my head, you know, all day long. So, um, I was kind of ready, ready for it to, to end, but, uh, yeah, I was excited to kind of, you know, pour my competitive, um, you know, spirit into into something else after that.
2: Well, this athlete discount code, Elkshape2022, takes 30% off your first purchase. Get a bundle of Hydrate, Recover, Energy, and Focus. The greens, you got to have those greens. You're not eating enough vegetables unless you're eating 10 salads a day. Backfill with a good multivitamin, some fish oil. Check out their entire lineup of meal replacements, protein powders, all in the name of better elk hunting. I mean, this is not a marketing company. This is an actual supplement company. Quality brand. I've been with them since 2006. Great company. I stand behind them. I want you to as well. Spy Point's got that new Flex Trail Cam man, dual SIM, you can get transmissions regardless of the cell phone provider in your area. If it's AT&T or Verizon Tower, doesn't matter. It's going to send it to you. And the transmission plans are just that. It's all included. You don't have to have a cell phone or a monthly fee. You just download the Spy point app and start getting your images. They also have a bunch of affordable trail cameras that are not cellular. So where legal. Utilize the app, pair it with their trail cameras, and you are good to go. I love trail cameras. They give me all the little information I'm looking for on animal behavior, animal densities, inventory on big bucks big bulls, how many predators are in the area, and hopefully some sort of pattern that I can take advantage of as a bow hunter. Check out Spy Point today. Kefara International. I'm a hoodlum through and through kind of guy for elk season, but I do have the hellbender. Love that for throwing trail cameras in or packing out elk. I keep the hellbender at the truck for when I hopefully I get a big bull down. I can go pack it out with that. I can pack and will pack an elk out with the hoodlum. They also have an awesome lineup. The checkpoint bag is my laptop bag where I put all my camera gear when I travel. And they also have stuff for you whitetail guys like the Shape Charge. Check out Kefara International. They're a huge partner of elk shapes, and they've supported us for several years, and I still think they make the best frame in the entire universe crispy boots crispy hunting crispy USA everything starts from the ground up so pair your crispies with some sheep feet I have a discount code elk shape takes 10% off sheep feet crispy boots buy them at black Ovis or anything else discount code elk shape takes 10% off I am rocking the Laponia 2 and the New Colorados and those are my one-two punch for elk honey vacuum e-bikes made for hunters by hunters discount code elk shape takes $300 off your first bike take that money and buy yourself a backup battery or a trailer so you can haul that precious elk meat out vacuum e-bikes out of Utah black rifle Coffee coffee company coffee is life i'm drinking coffee right now as i record this elk shape is the discount code 15 percent off the coffee club of the month so you pick which coffee arrives to your doorstep and you decide how much coffee arrives to your doorstep and you can also use that discount code if you want to pick up some brcc swag a coffee mug or bags of coffee for presents, whatever. It's a one-time use. Discount code Elkshape, 15% off. Smokewood, fatty meat sticks. We are adding these to our arsenal of elk hunting. This is the most delicious meat stick in the entire world. My buddy Ryan, he founded Under Armour with the boys back in the day. He started this company. He wanted to make something that was sourced locally. So grass-fed beef, raised without antibiotics, no sugar, gluten-free, no nitrates added, no MSG added, like super clean, pure protein. I usually pack Three or four sticks in my hunting pack. It's 20 grams per. It tastes awesome. It's Sweetwood Smokehouse. Fatty. Check out the 3.0s. That's what we're rocking. Link in the show notes will get you a discount 10% off your online purchase. Fatty meat sticks, they're awesome. Kind of gives me chills hearing you say you rubbed elbows with Pat Tillman. I was pretty um, I did a my grad school internship in Tempe at Athletes Performance. And um that was in 2005 and six. So um always been a Pat Tillman kind of fan, especially kind of like when he hung it up to go in the military it's obviously a tragedy what happened over there but um love love hearing that and then just jake Plummer, dude that dude's legit that's great now i want to ask you a little bit about under armor just because um gosh kip folks called me from his cell phone like in could be actually the last time i talked to him like 2010 and out of the blue i got this call from oh man baltimore Cell phone number and I answer and it's Kip Folks and he's like, sh- like straight up like, hey, this is Kip with Under Armour and uh I'm like, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, I just want to tell you you're doing a good job, and I was like, well, thank you, I- I appreciate that. And he's like, yeah, that's really it, man. Just keep up the hard work. I gotta go, but good job. And that was <laughs> the <laughs> last time I talked to Kip was just some random <laughs> phone call out of the blue. Um, yeah. Nothing ever happened with uh, Under Armour or whatever for me, but. Um, so where did Kip come into the Kevin Ryan Wood connection?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. We uh it's so funny. I was thinking about you last night. Um so Kip, I just found out Kip had surgery yesterday. He had like a 93% blockage in his uh, uh femoral artery from a, from an injury he had as a kid or something like that. So I I'm I'm not on social media like I just that's just not my game um and I had that a friend of mine had to tell me that he was in the hospital and I, I I was I was texting back and forth with Kip last night after he got out of surgery giving him giving him a hard time about um you know not letting me know but uh fortunately I think he's doing great but yeah Kip is uh Kip's like a brother to me uh I love Kip to death um we're really close we don't see each other nearly as much as we'd like to but you know just one of those people that, you know, I'll always be super close to and I'll always be there for him. You know, if he ever needed anything. So the funny thing about Kip and I, we have a lot of connections. So, so, so Kip, Kevin and I were kind of the three, you know, you know, three partners at Under Armour that, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, recognizes as, you know, you know, you know, the founders of the brand and, and, you know, obviously Kevin, you know, founded the company, but he brought Kip and I in at a really early stage. Kip played lacrosse. Kip was a all-American lacrosse player at Maryland and him and Kevin kind of met through mutual friends at, at Maryland, um, and came together after they finished school. Um, Kevin brought Kip on to, you know, help him just kind of, you know, do whatever he could to, you know, help him get, get it off the ground. And, um, and then, you know, I came on, you know, about, uh, I can't remember maybe six, nine months, um, after that, um, to kind of run the sales side. So Kip and I kind of were offense defense for, for, for UA. So I ran, you know, all the sales, a little bit of marketing. Um, you know, that was Kevin's forte as well. And then Kip kind of ran everything on the back end as far as supply chain, um, you know, manufacturing, et cetera. So we were, you know, the three of us were a great team. Um, and, uh, That Some interesting just kind of, you know, things about, you know, we were all born on the 13th, um, two months apart. I was born on June 13th. Kevin was August 13th. Kip was October 13th. Um, And then Kip and I actually went to the same elementary school in Colorado in hygiene at different times. Uh, His dad was a career Marine and Kip was living with his grandparents in Longmont. And, uh, he went to hygiene a couple of years before my family moved down to that area. Um, so we missed each other by, I think just a year. And so we never met in Colorado when we were kids, but we would have been classmates if we had both been in that school together. And, uh, turns out that we ended up meeting when we were, you know, 23 years old, 24 years old, starting under armor together and kind of found out all these, you know, kind of cool, cool connections that we had, but yeah, Kip and I are, super close. You know, we've, 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 we've done a lot of hunting together. Um, had a lot of fun doing that. We lived together a couple times in Baltimore. Um, so he's just a super guy, loves to hunt. I know you've probably seen all the stuff that, that, that he does out there, but, um, he, he travels all over the world and, and uh, is really passionate about the outdoors. So uh, I'm sure you guys have,
2: have a lot in common. Yeah. That's the connections are crazy. And uh, it's kind of cool to see how things kind of come together. And obviously, Ryan, right, like getting Under Armour to where it got or is currently. And I know you're not there anymore, and and all the sacrifice. Um, I don't know. It almost gives me chills. It's just so cool to see something like that. I remember being um, a trainer and a coach wearing uh, like it's all. I, once I tried Under Armour on, I was like, this is the greatest stuff ever. And especially in high school, playing sports and stuff, and you know, it, pretty cool that you were a part of that. And, uh, I know you have probably other interests other than fatty, but understanding we're talking about a dude who got under armored, you know, help get it to where it is. And then you you're in the meat space and, and you're, you know, you said you're a hunter as well. That's awesome to, to provide a cool resource for people to have, um, quite honestly, America, and this is a little philosophical for you, Ryan, right? But like, I'm just worried about my kids growing up in this world for a lot of reasons, but one is just our country is getting soft and softer and softer. And I don't wanna sound old cause I don't feel like I'm old, but I'm 40 and we gotta do something about the lack of activity, the lack of, I mean, the lack of fitness and then the, the nutrition that we eat, dog shit food for our nutrition. So I'm pretty stoked that you got fatty smoked meats. As far as other SKUs for the brand and stuff, like is is the jerky snack space, that's where you guys want to continue like to double down on your efforts or do you have a vision for other SKUs down the road? like what's your vision for fatty
1: yeah no i mean all, all good points and um i think i think you and i are aligned on a lot of things in the world so and and i'm 50 so <laughs> if you think 40s old <laughs> let's let's do this again in 10 years and and uh and i'm sure we can have some good chats but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah no man i'm old school 100% um and uh yeah i mean you know just the two brands that i've been probably closely most closely tied to i mean UA when we when we were at UA UA's changed a bunch um, and I'll just I'll leave it at that but when we were at UA UA was a was a you know football brand lacrosse brand I mean it was a it was a um, as much an equipment brand as it was an apparel brand. Right. I mean, it was like a necessary, if you were going to be a high school or college football player, you had to have under armor, right. You had to have that under armor shirt underneath your pads. It made you feel better, made you perform better with moisture, felt good. It was tight fitting. Um, you know, like it was just a necessary, you know, part of, you know, uh, your, your armor that you put on to, to go compete. So, um, I was super passionate about who we were and what we were um, during my time there at UA. Um, It was a great brand, great experience, tremendous family, just um, awesome, awesome place to be. So, um, and to be honest with you, I, you know, know, like I said, I mean, I think uh, it's just, it's a different animal now, right? I mean, I was there, you know, from the late nineties to, you know, 2007, 2008, we went from, you know, ground zero to, you know, 500 million in sales while I was there. And, you know, we went public on the on the NASDAQ exchange in 05 and expanded into Europe and all those fun things. So that was amazing. So, you know, you know, fast forward 10, 15 years later, right? I mean, my priorities after that were, okay, you know, I've crushed it at UA. I was part of an awesome team, just amazing experience but I wanted to get back to Colorado. I wanted to get back to Wyoming. I wanted to get back to Nebraska. I wanted to get back in the woods again. I wanted, you know, to pick up my shotgun, pick up my bow, pick up my rifle, pick up my fly rod and get back in, you know, rivers and streams and just do all the fun, cool stuff that I, you know, grew up doing that I'd love to do. So, um, you know, that's what brought me back to Colorado and, you know, after a year of kind of getting away from UA and kind of, you know, starting a family, get married and, and, um, you know, kind of starting the next chapter of my life, you know, I, I was thirsting for that kind of competitive environment again. Right. Like, I mean, going from high school football to college football, to pro football, then to Under Armour. I mean, I was wired to, to, to compete. Right. Like, I mean, every single day that I got up, you know, I, 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 I I wanted to win whatever, whatever that day was about. Right. So, um, you know, I, I went to Steamboat Springs to kind of, you know, uh, exhale a little bit and decompress. But after a year or so, I was like, this is fucking boring. Right. Like I, I can't just, you know, ski and fish, you know, the rest of my life, um, or, you know, hunting seasons, only two, three months, at least, you know, in, in this, this part of the country. So, um, you know, I, I I really needed to um, kind of uh, dig into something or, or dig my heels into something that 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 could be fun, <clears> that that wouldn't you know take me all over the world. You know, that was one of the things that that kind of drove me to leave Under Armour was you know I was living my life on you know international flights and um, different time zones and um, you know it was just it was you know it, it was eating away at my soul, you know, after, after a period of time. So I wanted to kind of, you know, create something with Sweetwood, that would be fun that I could kind of do around my family, uh, build around my family time, build around, you know, um, some of the things that I love to do that I wanted to do again. And, um, and it was right there on the ranch, right? So um, it was super cool, you know, starting it there on the ranch and learning the, you know, the, 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 the production game, learning the fresh frozen game, than, than moving into the shelf stable space. And um, and to be honest with you, I mean, really the first seven, eight years of doing that was a lot of learning. Um, you know, it was um, uh, making a lot of mistakes, um, you know, learning from a lot of experiences, you know, good decisions, bad decisions. And that's part of life too. I mean, you know, we had plenty of those at UA, but with the fatty, you know, we've created a product that that is really, Taken off. We're in about 50,000 stores around the country right now. Um, we're in Walmart. Um, we're going into Costco soon. Uh, Kroger, uh, 7-Eleven. You know, every major uh, regional convenience chain um, or or a vast majority of them around the country um, are, are partners of ours, and and we're really taking a big bite um, out of out of this uh, stick space. You know, Slim Jim is a billion-dollar brand alone. Right. So when people think about, you know, jerky or meat sticks, you know, they kind of, you know, maybe just ho hum it, you know, not thinking that it's that big of a business, but it's a very big category. The category itself is a $14, 15000000000 billion category. ConAgra is the market leader with Slim Jim in the stick space specifically. And like I said, they're about a billion dollars. Um, you know, if we just, you know, take a, you know, eight nine ten percent bite out of that i mean there's a hundred million um you know just in the just in the stick category alone um very similar i might add to what we did at ua right so when we came right out exactly at, when we when we started under armor you know um people said you're crazy right i mean how are you going to compete with Nike and Adidas and Reebok and 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 we did it by building great relationships we had a great product that we believed in and we built it brick by brick. We went into locker room by locker room, player by player, team by team, and and got product on guys and and it and then it took off from there. Super authentic. And um, and I'm, and we're doing the same thing with, with uh with Sweetwood and with the fatties, right? I mean, um I didn't go out and stroke a half a million dollar check to 7 Eleven to get into 7 Eleven. We met with the buyer three, four or five times, they brought it in and we won. Um, you know, Walmart, you know, we didn't, you know, pay a million dollars to be in Walmart to buy that space. You know, we, we called on them for two, three, four years, finally got an opportunity. Now we're in Walmart, um, you know, 7-Eleven, sheets, Casey's quick trip, you know, all these guys, while, while we're going into thousand stores on the East coast, um, you know, we're, we're just taking down these targets with, with the fatty. And um, and it's just a lot of fun, right? So, and the cool thing about it is that at UA, when I left, we probably had, you know, 25,000 SKUs when you look at all the, you know, different apparel options, men's, women's, kids, accessories, shoes, colorways, sizes, all that stuff. The fun thing about fatties is that, you know, we're selling, you know, five SKUs, original jalapeno, honey barbecue, teriyaki and pepperoni. And, uh, and just sell millions of units in, in, in each one of those SKUs. So that that's super exciting. We are uh, expanding um, back into the jerky and bite space. We're going to be launching some poultry items, um, as well as some more beef um, items as well, um, to kind of build around um, the fatty uh, itself. So So, you know, we've got the Sweetwood Smoke & Co brand, that a lot of our, you know, bites and jerky will be built under going forward. And then the fatties will be, you know, um, you know, kind of our, our effort in, in the stick space.
2: Elk shape camps, 2023, whether you are a brand new elk hunter, a seasoned veteran or somebody in between who's maybe intermediate, you've had some success, but quite not the consistent success. Consider coming to an elk shape camp in 2023, five locations, four, three day camps, one, two-day camp. I'll break it down. Phoenix, Arizona, January 20th through the 22nd. We'll actually be at Wilderness Athlete HQ. My entire squad will be there. Stonewall, Texas, March 3rd through the 5th. That's outside of Austin. That's going to be a phenomenal camp. We did it last year. That's one of the best facilities we've ever had. It's the, basically the NUMA owner lets us invade their ranch. It's a great experience for everyone. Speaking of ranches, Julian Ranch, just outside of San Diego, California, March 31st through April 2nd. Then back to Vortex Edge in Barnville, Wisconsin, April 14th through the 16th, and last Last but not least, we're going to do an exclusive elite member only from Onyx two day mini camp in Green Acres, Washington. MFJJ myself and the boys June 17th through the 18th. Pre sale starts August 1st. Lock in your rate, get set up for camp, and set yourself up for future success. I hope you plan on elk hunting for the rest of your life. I know I certainly do. Early bird starts 9-1, September 1st. Regular registration starts November 1st. And for you slowpokes, late registration starts January 1st, 2023. All our camps involve you getting exposed at what you're weak at and getting a blueprint for how to mitigate that and make it a strength. Whether it's your calling, it's your fitness, it's your nutrition, it's your shot execution, it's your shot process, it's your equipment, it's your tuning, it's your e scouting, it's your tactics, whatever it might be, we're gonna figure out a blueprint for you. Whatever's getting in the way of you finding success, we're gonna help you crush, smash that learning curve and produce consistent success year in and year out. I hope to meet you and your friends at Oak Shape Camp 2023. Yeah, man. Like the scale that you're talking about is like incredible, but I think the principles are still the same. Like you guys are grinding. Um, You guys are like those those buyers for these entities are the gatekeepers and like let's talk about Costco for a second because I love Costco I hate shopping at Costco but I do (laughs) love Costco and I can just see because your branding your packaging's legit. And by the way, honey barbecue is my fave, but the, the actual aesthetics and then the clean ingredients, it seems like that's going to be a home run for Costco in itself. Mm-hmm. How, like what, what does that process look like, Ryan? Like for those, cause on this podcast, I, I don't just talk about elk hunting and fitness. I talk about side hustle and I talk about chasing time, not money so that you can live the life you want to lead. And I think it's all about that grind and you got a sandpaper, you got to wear down that buyer. Like uh, how long has Costco been on your radar? How many meetings with the buyer? Like, what does it take from under the hood inside? Look at like that grind to make stuff happen. Yeah.
1: Uh, and yeah, hundred percent. And that's a great word. I mean, it, it is a grind. And, and if you, if, if you think about it any other way, um, you're kidding yourself. You know, I like, I talk to my kids about it all the time and you know, they think it's so cool to, you know, see, you know, fatties in, you know, stores around us and, and stuff like that without really understanding the, you know, the process, right? But whether it's Under Armour, whether it's Sweetwood um, and the fatties, you know, it's uh, at least from my experience. I mean, now there's certainly brands out there like a good example is Liqu- Liquid Death, right? We've been talking about these guys a little bit lately. I, I assume you're familiar with those guys. No, talk to me. So liquid death is a, is a brand, um, I don't know where they're based out of them. Might, they might be based, uh, they're either here in the States or Europe, but, um, kind of a cool concept. So they're, they're, they're a water, um, company that, um, their, their big thing is, you know, watering cans, right? So they're trying to, um, you know, uh, minimize the, 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 impacts of, of, of plastic in that particular industry. Um, they've got a ton of money behind them um and uh they 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 promote you know all all kinds of you know um uh, fun you know events and uh but i mean literally tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars you know in the in their marketing um coffers that uh that they're you know obviously acquiring you know a lot of shelf space with but with us you know and retail when it comes to Uh, the snacking space meat snacks in particular um, the buyers are the gatekeepers and it's really no different than, you know, what, what uh, you know, what our experience was at UA. Right. I mean, we had to, had to go through the same process, but you know, they're the ones that are, you know, evaluating all the various brands in their region across the country, looking at data, trying to figure out what they need to bring into their set. Right. So, you know, for us, it's, you know, so there's 170,000 convenience stores in the country. Um, and then on top of that, you've got, you know, all the big grocery outfits from, you know, Kroger to Publix and uh, Whole Foods, et cetera the mass club space with you know Costco Sam's Club so there's all these different tiers all these different levels and you know you need different packaging for different channels um you know just different you know um uh, delivery systems as far as stand up caddies lay down caddies uh five pack bags 10 pack bags etc so we're, we're trying to deliver the same product to all these various channels to all these different buyers um in the format that that they need but you know oftentimes um, at least in the beginning, you know we we've been calling. You know Costco. You know, just getting back to Costco. I guess you know we're not in Costco yet, but we have been building for Costco for the better part of three years. We've we've been talking to bro- different brokers. We've been talking to um, you know just different buyers in different regions. We've been studying competitive products in those in those different regions because they buy by region and bring in you know different SKUs by region, and we're really just trying to evaluate where is going to be our best opportunity to win because when we do, and it's going to happen. I mean, it's not if, it's when. when
0: yeah.
1: We do, when we do get an opportunity with Costco, um, and we're probably going to target that that Northwest market that you're in, as well as Atlanta and a couple other ones. Um, we need to be successful, right? So we probably could have been in Costco three years ago if we would have made a really strong push to be in there. But to be perfectly honest with you, we weren't ready. We weren't ready from a supply chain standpoint. We weren't ready from just an overall resources standpoint within our own company. Um, And we probably weren't ready to, to fund that growth, you know, right out of the gate. I mean, this Costco program for us could be anywhere between 10 and $50 million of business. So we needed to make sure that that we've got it right. So so we, we feel like we're in a great position now to go after that that business, to go after that customer. Um, you know, we feel like there there's absolutely an opportunity for our brand um, uh, to be successful there, and and it is just a constant. Um, you know, it's a grind, but it's it's the work. You know, and if you don't if you don't like the work. If you don't enjoy the process, if you don't enjoy the just the constant, you know, communication, the emails, the calls, the store visits, the you know, price checking, the you know, just constant work involved with with landing the product there, you're never going to have an opportunity to win. And and quite frankly, I think that that's why we are in a position now to start, you know, taking off some of these really big, you know. Um, you know, mass customers, club customers, um, in addition to our 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 convenience um, uh, development. You know, like I said, we're in fifty thousand convenience, uh, well, fifty thousand stores. Um, you know, plus or minus for the brand currently. But the fun part too about our space is how diversified it is. Like, you know, when I was at UA, you know, if you're selling a pair of leggings or a mock turtleneck there's kind of a limited number of places in the country where you can sell that. Right. I mean, you're selling at sporting goods stores, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of department store business, a lot of online stuff or brand stores. And that's about it. Um, when it comes to food and and meat snacks, chips, stuff like that, salty snacks. I mean, it's endless, right? I mean, we're, we're, we're in tractor supply. We're, we're one of the biggest, you know, um, uh, meat snack suppliers to tractor supply a thousand stores in the country. REI has been one of our top customers for the last you know five years. Um and everyone knows that you know people that shop at REI are pretty selective, read labels, kind of educated, like smart customers, right? You know, as I mentioned before, Sheets, 7 Eleven, Casey's, Come and Go, Quick Trip, Wawa, um, you know, Circle K, all these big convenience chains around the country um, as well that are trying to upgrade and elevate the the products in their stores, because they know that customers are coming into their stores looking for an elevated product, you know, a, a better product than Slim Jim, a better product than a lot of these other, you know, uh, brands that have been around forever, um, kind of using the same, you know, ingredients, the same, you know, proteins that they have forever. Um, customers are coming into these stores looking for a better product. So yeah, the grind is awesome. and 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 I love being back in it. I missed it when I was out of it. I, 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 I was excited to do something new and to learn a whole new industry and still be able to apply, you know, a lot of the lessons that I learned at UA is just a ton of fun. And, um, um, and, it's, and it's really cool um, kind of building the team again too. Like I, the group that we have at Sweetwood right now is tremendous. We've got great people at our company that are passionate about what they do. They love being a part of our brand. And um, and it reminds me a lot of of the early days at Um, and those were really the special special times. Under Armour from like '98 to 2003 four was unbelievable. It was so much fun. And, you know, we didn't sleep, we worked hard, we played hard. It was seven days a week, three sixty five, like all the time. And and now you know, I'm starting to kind of feel some of those juices again in Sweetwood. Um, as we kind of make our way, you know, from where we are now to, you know, our goal of, you know, being, you know, 100 million in sales in the next you know, three, four or five years. Um, you know, we're kind of on that path again. And it's it's a ton of fun.
2: Dude, like the marketing at Under Armour, you guys didn't start out making killer 15, 30 second spots aired on the Super Bowl. You know, I just remember some of the like sickest Under Armour commercials with fast beats and football cuts and cool lighting. Um, and then I look at like your competition, like Jack Links and Slim Jim, where they got like a Sasquatch or like some WWE wrestlers telling you <laughs> to snap into Slim Jim. So like from your marketing lens, like wh- at what point are you able to scale up your marketing? And and I'm not that TV's the solution because obviously TVs don't probably dead. But like how do you how do you take those same? You said juices are flowing like what's on your radar for to create this message and to educate these consumers about, Hey, this is a better option for so many reasons.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, great question. Um, and so, yeah, I mean (laughs) just getting to like some of the things that you just mentioned, right? Like what I, what got me excited about this space that we're in is the two behemoths in the category are, are just kind of on autopilot, right? So Slim Jim's been running the same play for 30 years with the macho man and the guy's been dead for 20 years. And, you know, I, I bet 70% of the people that buy Slim Jim's don't even know who he is. Um, same thing with, you know, with, with Jack Lynx and old trapper, and these guys running the same play, you know, some mountain man, you know, wearing, you know, a raccoon hat, out in the middle of the woods, snowshoeing and yeah. the big foot. i was just like, man, if there's not opportunity here, I don't know, where, I don't know where, where there is. Um and so with the fatty um and and competing with those two guys in particular and the rest of the market too. I mean there's obviously some other guys out there, but you know it's It's more of a lifestyle, right? It's more of kind of like, a you know, we want to if you go to our website, you know, if you've seen our social campaigns, you know, it's it's a lot of uh, surfers, climbers, you know, adrenaline junkies, uh, uh, you know, base jumpers and kite surfers and um, just people doing cool, fun, rad stuff Um, yourself, you know, I mean, you know, living in the woods for two, three weeks, chasing elk and, and get people in shape to, to do the same. Um, just fun individuals that are doing just really cool shit. And that's what the, that's what our, that's what the fatty about. That's what we want to emulate. That's what we want to be about. And we're really, you know, in a lot of ways, kind of targeting, um, a younger audience, right? I mean, you know, Guys my age, 50-year-olds, they know Jack Links. They know Slim Jim, right? And they probably reach for it just out of habit. We are trying to make that habit the same for kids that are 15 years old now, 20 years old, 25 years old, 30 years old, guys and girls um, that are that want their own brand, right? That wants something um, to connect with that's that, that's on their level. That 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 they can kind of connect with, you know, through social and kind of see these, you know, various campaigns. At UA, it, and it and it doesn't come down to one athlete or one person. It's very that's a really tricky place to be. And you know, I mean, we've seen it over the years, right, with athletes that you know have bad judgment, make mistakes, you know. Um, you know, uh, and, embar- you know, quite frankly, embarrass themselves and embarrass the brands that they're connected with. And when brands are at our stage, if you connect yourself with with one individual and pour everything into, into that, that's a dangerous place to be. I, there's a company in Steamboat that comes to mind, um, Honey Stinger, right? Um, great product. The guys that started that company, super guys, Um, friends of mine, you know, um, they've since been bought out and they're gone and they're kind of owned by a different outfit now that, um, is kind of taking them a different direction. But, uh, Lance Armstrong happened to be their like their guy. Right. Um, and, and they were at kind of a pivotal point, you know, they were, they weren't a huge company at the time. I don't even think they were a $10 million company at the time. And, you know, Lance, you know, I mean, if anyone knows the Lance Armstrong story, I mean, they know about the, the, you know, the doping and the, um, you know, the denials and just kind of the mess that, that, that his, you know, PR, you know, kind of turned into. Um, and he was on the, the, the front of every single honey stinger package that they made at the time. So they had to re, re- rebrand everything that they were doing and pivot 180 degrees in the other direction. Um, so we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves. I mean, clearly, you know, Lance was an iconic, athlete and could have been a you know a great piece for them but um but that's the flip side of what what can happen and as we all know it can happen at any time with anybody right like this whole deshaun watson thing like whoever would have expected that guy to be you know going through all the you know stuff that he's going through right now i mean he looked like the perfect kid coming out of the college you know five six seven years ago um so just yeah, just in terms of the marketing, it comes down. You know, we do a lot of in-store stuff with a lot of our partners. Um, a lot of that is you know uh, you know price promotion stuff, and that's kind of a big game in convenience. But we anticipate you know continuing to just kind of organically grow our social uh, presence. Um, you know, do some fun stuff through our websites um some video challenges and just you know we we want to engage and interact with um with these athletes not professional athletes necessarily that that are getting paid but you know people that um that are real you know like you like just like real dudes like doing really cool stuff every day and and aren't you know kind of putting on a facade or 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 like a fake you know um kind of persona, right? Like that, you know, like a lot of these influencers that you see um, online, we're not gonna pay somebody $250,000 to say the word fatty online. I'll never in a million years do that, right? So yep. I wanna build slowly, I wanna build a following of hundreds and thousands of fatty fanatics that love our products, eat our products, use our products to be better, do cool stuff, do fun stuff and fuel their, their, their lifestyle.
2: Dude, you're fire. You are, I can tell you're fired up. I love your competitive juices. They're still flowing. Let's end here, man. You got an elk tag in your pocket for 2022 or what, man?
1: Of course. Uh, Yeah. uh, So I've got, I I hunt every uh, archery season in Wyoming. and uh, A little bit in Colorado as well. My oldest son is 12. So um, he's uh, just kind of getting to that age where he's starting to dig, dig this, uh, you know, this whole hunting bit. And so I'm excited to get out with him. I got my dad probably his 30th elk last year. My dad turned 80, uh, a, year, a little over a year ago. So we got my dad, a, a nice, nice five point, um, up in Wyoming after his 80th birthday. So that was pretty cool. I just like being around good buddies, good people. I'm not a trophy hunter. I don't go to, I would never go to Af- Africa to, you know, kill a, uh, freaking rhino or lion or some ridiculous thing like that i like killing big stuff but i also like you know being around people that are you know killing their 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 first elk or um have never done it before and I, for me it's about just like like i said i mean just being around good people being in the woods and um yeah just be just being around the animals it's uh yeah it's certainly a passion so a couple elk tags yeah we'll do a little deer hunting a little bird hunting um as much as we can squeeze in
0: yeah,
2: that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm like a kid waiting for Christmas just about to happen here. Um, it's a double do you, sword.
1: So where do you so do you hunt the same spot every year, or do you like do you kind of bounce around all bounce around the country and hunt a bunch of different stuff?
2: Yes, I used to hunt the same spots year in and year out, and then started doing elk shaped camps. And I was like, I need to venture out and put myself in the shoes of the guys that are coming to my camps where they just they don't know what they don't know they're going to new places so it forces me to to do the e-scouting and to kind of look at the maps and really plan and strategize so to answer your question is I pretty much go to new spots every year and it's hard it's harder that way but I do enjoy just being mobile and moving through and figuring things out on the fly and it's just it's challenging um I could hunt, you know, private land. I could get ranch tags. I could definitely do that. Um, But there's just something about that public land ranch style hunting where I'm competing against everybody else that I just can't get enough of. And I'm not a trophy hunter either, man. Like I'm probably guilty of um, just I want to fill the freezer up. And so I almost always have more than one elk tag and I'm not very picky and I just love cutting up elk and packing them out back to the truck man it does not get old yeah that's awesome that's great love it cool and last question is how did you link up with annie guys annie was like kind of like my home girl she was working for rep fitness she owned her own affiliate crossfit affiliate um her and i hung out a little bit we just hit it off i thought she was super down to earth and then out of the blue she reaches out one day and says hey i'm working um have you ever heard of Fatty? And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Sweetwood." And then I was like, "Oh yeah." The rest is history. But how did you scoop her up?
1: Yeah, uh, we are um, stoked to have Annie on our team. She's she's awesome. Um, she was I I was introduced kind of strangely. It was a friend of mine I grew up with here in Colorado, and uh, he and I um, have just kind of touched base over the years. You know, he's also um, an entrepreneur and has been in a few different businesses. He was connecting me with another, um, you know, uh, associate of his for another position that we hired right around the same time. And he came across Annie through a mutual friend. Uh, she was at rep and uh, kind of looking to um, do something different. Um, and it just turned out that uh, it was great timing for us. We were kind of looking for somebody with that skill set. Um, I met Annie and had lunch with her and we talked about her athletic career. Um, and this is so much like Under Armour too. I mean, the first 30, 40 people we hired at Under Armour, lacrosse players, football players, soccer players, wrestlers, all athletes, all competitors. It was just like a locker room. And with, with Sweetwood, you know, I think most of our employees have some kind of background, you know, same, same type of uh, deal, you know, Annie was a high-level soccer player um, uh, in high school and college, and um, you know has her own CrossFit gym. She's you know total stud athlete, um, and just a fun, cool um, girl that um, digs her her role. You know, loves you know helping brands kind of create their 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 identity online um and she's really just kind of dove into our project and uh she's been a great teammate we we, we love having her
2: on the team she's great mm, that's cool well ryan wood i appreciate your time i know you're a busy man i've been looking forward to getting to know you a little bit and i look forward to work with you down the road guys check out definitely just go check out the website start there look at the ingredients sweetwood fatty meat sticks consider putting them in your pack ryan i am going to try to carry these on my website I'm working on a new fulfillment center at literally this week. And, um, there's a lot there, but we'll get that sorted out. I've worked with one of your guys on that and I'm just, I'm stoked on it because it's clean eating and it's all about performance in the back country for me. And I think that's going to help, uh, help out big time. So appreciate your time and all that you're doing. And I wish you the best of luck in all your hustle.
1: Hey, thanks a lot, Dan. We appreciate you a lot. And, um, you know, you're really inspiring as far as the work that you do and, um, love, love, love having you, um, you know, as, as a part of the family. So thank you so much.
2: Awesome guys. This is Ryan Wood. You're listening to the Shape podcast. Remember separations in the preparation. We'll catch you on the next one. Ryan Wood. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur or working on a side hustle, listen to this one again, there's a lot of nuggets in there. His mindset is that, of a winner. And I think, uh, you can just tell that he's set out to have success. He builds awesome teams around him, great systems, and uh, just knows how to get after it. So again, Ryan, good luck this elk season in Wyoming. Speaking of elk season, if you went through season and you now know what gear you need to upgrade, let me rattle off some discount codes to help you out. So the first one will be Black Rifle Coffee Company. Discount code Elkshape, 15% off. Coffee of the club month is what I do. Pick what coffee, when it delivers, and quantity. And support a veteran-owned company that's pro 2A. Holla! Numa Outdoors, discount code Elkshape, 20 takes 20% off your purchase. So check out their website. A lot of different layers and systems for whatever, including late season, which is just around the corner. And uh, I know for me, I'm going to be living in my puffy here in November when I'm chasing mule deer. So something to think about. Uh, if you're starting your workout programs, check out Vortex Wear. They uh, Vortex Optics also makes awesome uh, clothing for scouting and everyday wear, but including workout gear. Discount code ElkShape takes twenty percent off. If you weren't using Onyx this year, you might want to revisit that. Uh, they've been in the game longer than anyone. They have the most robust backcountry online application. Become an Elite member, get access to top rut and hunting full. The digital publication, know your draw odds, know where you stand, get the insider information on draw strategy as that season approaches at the first of the year. You also will get access to the Elk Collective, that My Little Baby, um, plus some other goodies as well. Discount code oak Shape takes 20% off. Check out MagView, discount code in the show notes. Um, I think it's Elk Shape, it takes 10% off, and you can replace your phone scope case and uh, have it now a cover for your spotting scope. Works on vinyls as well, very slick. Again, that's MagView gear check it out wilderness athlete discount code it did change its elk shape 22 takes 30 percent off your first purchase load up especially if you're starting to enter the off season you want to kind of get caught up i know i get in worse shape elk hunting i don't get in better shape i get in worse shape because i'm not doing any sort of stress or weight training mainly just elk hiking i lose a lot of lean mass that i worked hard to get i lose a lot of power output i Sure, I have good cardio, but it's different. It's more of that oxidative, slow twitch muscle fibers get a lot of love elk hunting. So I kind of start right back into fast twitch and tackling that anaerobic output. Spy Point Trocam is the new Flex. Been running it all fall. Going to be running it. Works as a cellular or regular Trocam. Does all the updating, the firmware formatting your card from the actual trail cam especially when you and it doesn't matter if it's an AT&T or a Verizon tower it's gonna work it's awesome. Kafar International ran the hoodlum all September love that pack they got a lot of good offerings the one that I get asked about probably a lot is the the hip quiver I use at TAC and shooting in my backyard so they do make a badass hip quiver check it out. Crispy Boots the Altitude Colorado's the new ones the Laponia 2's If you can find them in stock, man, check them out. It's never too late to upgrade your boots and throw some sheep feet in there. Discount code Elkshape takes 10% off. Everything starts from the ground up. You also can get those boots at BlackOvis.com and enter the discount code Elkshape. It will take 10% off. Because Ryan Wood owns the Sweetwood and is operating, I have a discount code. The link is in the show notes, and if you click the link, it takes 10% off. Try fatties. They're awesome. Put them in your pack. Put them in your vehicle. It's a good healthy alternative for a snack uh, instead of going, to, like, like Ryan said, and getting fast food. Baku e-bikes discount code ElkShape takes 300 off any of their bikes, but I recommend the Mule. The 1,000 watt, that thing will get you where you need to go. I'm going to use a lot of e-biking in the fall as we hunt deer and get in and get out to tree stand sets, saddle sets, trail camera checking in they move quietly they don't put out any exhaust and uh it's just a game changer for deer hunting elk shape camps are already set in stone if you want to get signed up hustle before the end of the year and save some loot lock in your spot i do anticipate those selling out five locations phoenix arizona stonewall texas julian ranch in southern california vortex edge facility over there in wisconsin we're also going to be doing one in my hometown. It's a two-day elite member only for OnX, and that will, that one's almost sold out, and uh, MFJJ is going to help me put that on. That's only a two-day camp. Early bird pricing starts 9-1 and ends October 31st, so hustle. You're going to save a few hundred dollars and get your spot on lock. Appreciate y'all. Take care. Stay on your grind. Separations in the preparation.